welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well, today I want to talk a little bit about persecution in modern America and uh, what it is, what it isn't, and why it's something that, yeah, we as Christians are becoming under persecution now for the stances we take. And not just Christians, but conservatives in general. Uh, there are some atheistic conservatives out there who take a lot of similar stances. And I do not know how those people maintain any form or degree of hope. We know that even in our persecutions, God is going to make it right in the end. I think back to the section in Revelation. I didn't pull out where the verse is right now. Uh, but uh, it's the martyrs are under his throne saying, how long, O oh God, are we going to sit here and not be, uh, not be uh, avenged for? And of course, they're waiting on the vengeance of the Lord. And this is an important principle because here in America, we're not killed for our faith as much as we are dehumanized, depersoned, uh, deoccupationed, and de-everything else for simply saying, um, no, actually there's a distinct difference between men and women um, that I think that uh, if you want to go ahead and engage in a homosexual lifestyle, fine, but I'm not going to endorse it or celebrate it. And I'm going to say that that is a, a specific sin that you need to repent of, just like all of us have sins we need to repent of. And what got me thinking about this is, of course, I received another Moody newsletter here. This one's, I think this has been on my desk for uh, for maybe a month or so. So it's got this one in here, and he talks about suffering for our faith in Christ. Is it to be avoided, or is it a calling? <laughs> if you read your Bible, you should already know what the answer to that happens to be. Um, it is indeed a calling for us. So do not fear when they want to tell us, oh, you're, you, when they're banding against us to get us fired from our job, that is a form of Christian persecution. How long do you survive without an income in America? Well, there are so many regulations that makes it hard for you to get yourself a plot of land and grow your own food on it. I mean, in some cases, you know, various government agencies come in and shut you down because, oh, you're, you're making, you're, you're milking cows without authorization. I mean, that's how crazy it has become. But understand that that is what many Christians' persecution started us. Will it come to the point of death? It very well may. This country is getting weird and radicalized and polarized over core ideas that were objective science only 10 years ago. I mean, when I was a university professor, you know, over a decade ago, there was no discussion or debate about the difference between men and women. We all knew what it was, but the stupidity has crept into the world. It's not the stupidity, mind you, it's deception. This is exactly what Paul tells us in Romans chapter one. We worship the creature rather than the creator. That's what happened. We cast off all forms of, of logic and all forms of knowledge and all forms of everything to sit inside. And basically what we're experiencing now is the end result of postmodernism pushed to its outer extremes. And that's a frightening place to be. But uh, I want to read portions of the, uh, the opening newsletter. And then he has a, a Q&A in here as well. And he's talking about um, persecution. Here's his entry uh, paragraph. How would you react if you were threatened by persecution, especially if you knew friends who were martyred because of their faith in Christ? It's likely none of us will face that kind of persecution, but we might be banned or blocked on social media. We might lose our jobs because we refuse to celebrate the LGBTQ lifestyle, or we might be shunned by co-workers because we refuse to accept our company's radical diversity policies. 
I recently spoke with an attorney who's defending the rights of two women who had worked in the store for 20 years but were fired because simply because they would not wear a pin that affirmed both Black Lives Matters and LGBTQ rights. Now, let's look at what's going on in that case. Let's assume that story's all true, sounds valid, and this is, uh, uh, presumably this is probably in Chicago where Erwin um, uh, Lutzer is from. And as we look into this, the store employee is fired for not wearing a pin saying that they endorse a lifestyle that is antithetical to their beliefs. Again, us Christians aren't saying to you heathens out there, I don't know, maybe some of us are, uh, but we shouldn't be telling the heathens outside of the church, the people who do not believe in God, who do not understand Christ, who do not know him personally, we should not be trying to get them to transform and conform themselves to us. We should be preaching them the gospel and the love and the grace of Christ. Because I got news for you, nearly everybody in that community, they are not doing well in the head. There is a lot of mental illness in that community. And by, by egging it on and by goading it on, you are causing more problems. But these people are fired for not wearing a pin. Now understand, Black Lives Matter isn't about black, uh, black lives and equality. It is a Marxist movement at its core. It's the very core, the Black Lives Matter movement is what we're talking about, is a Marxist idea whose entire goal is to topple the entirety of the Western world. They want to do away with the lifestyle in America. That's what they want. The LGBTQ rights, well, you know what? They have marriage. They can marry whoever they want. That's fine. The Supreme Court has so ruled. They can have interracial marriages. It doesn't matter. And those are, I think, completely different. Interracial marriages, there's nothing in the scripture that would forbid that uh, as a New Testament Christian. But the whole idea that polluting the idea of what is scientifically a male and scientifically female, the whole idea about engaging in homosexual activity, the Bible explicitly calls this a sin. And we have to recognize this. So here's employees who simply get fired because they're not going to wear a pin. So they're forced to wear a pin that endorses a lifestyle that they believe is sinful and destructive for the American world. That is what they're saying. And I say American world, not that I'm saying America is necessarily God's country. Uh, I'm just saying that here in a free America, you're being forced to wear a pin that calls for the destruction of your country. That's crazy because the scripture is pro whatever your country is. Okay. The persecution, he says, can take many forms. We as Americans must rethink our view of how to react to the opposition we receive as a result of our Christian convictions. We might think suffering for Christ must be avoided at all costs because it's painful, unjust, or un-American. <clears throat> but Jesus taught that opposition for his name is not a curse, but a blessing. He says, Matthew 5, 11 and 12, Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and other, other, all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad for your reward is great in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. And that's, uh, that's the principle. He talks about some messages he had. I'm going to skip over those, but we're going to go down to the next paragraph here. Uh, now, of course, he grew up as a Canadian. He grew up as a child in Canada, became an American citizen, <clears throat> new territory. We've always enjoyed freedom of religion, could always live out our convictions in the public square. 
I went to college at the time when I could witness to students who could agree or disagree with me about various issues, and we respected one another's rights despite our differences. And that is the principle that is missing in America today, at least on half of the viewpoints. Um, I can you know, I can, I can respect somebody who disagrees with me. And I think a lot of the people that tend to lean right or tend to lean conservative or tend to lean Christian can come to agreements and uh, disagreements and still respect people. I don't see as much of that on the other side. Yes, it exists in pockets, but it's not nearly as common. Uh, those were the days when the word tolerance actually meant tolerance, he says. Today, conservatives are also blamed for speaking at our or banned from speaking at our universities. Sometimes it is only the radical leftist who enjoys the freedoms we always thought were for all. Tolerance today means dominance. And he goes into another section here um, about uh, the culture war, some organizations fighting for this. Uh, he says here in the middle of this paragraph, imagine if you had a biologically female daughter who was assigned a roommate born male but now identifying as a female. After all, the government is insisting that transgender students have equal rights along with those who identify with their biologically assigned gender. Dozens of various and but also important instances come to mind where Christians are expected to bow to legal and cultural pressures. Now, that's not a far-fetched thing because right now, if you happen to be a full-fledged, um, excessively horny male rapist and you are caught and thrown in jail for rape, you, in many states, uh, California is the big one that this has been happening, but in several other states, you simply declare, I'm a woman. Nothing else about it. You simply declare, I'm a woman, they immediately have to lock you up in the women, in, in, in the women's jail. So, you're a rapist. You're an unrepentant rapist. You go to jail. You simply say, I'm a woman. Now you are locked in with captive victims. There's been pregnancy breaking out in rashes in these female-only prisons because of the, the female people with penises and uh, active testicles. And um, that is the type of thing we are starting to see in the nonsense. So imagine your daughter goes off to college and is forced to room with a man who simply says, I'm a woman, and the university will not push back. For the most part, he says, we've not had to suffer for Christ in the West, but it is our time for us to learn from the Bible and church history that there's a cost to following Christ. The only question is whether we will be up to the task. Those believers who look beyond this life into the next will find the strength to be faithful in a nation that is losing its way. And um, that is a valid point. We have had a lot of freedoms in America up to this point. Our freedoms, though, in America are starting to wane. They are declining. We are losing the freedoms that we once held so dear. And as Christians, we have to look back and say, there is a time when we need to stand on the word of God. And sadly, I see too many churches, too many professing Christians. They're not standing on the word of God. They're toppling over. They're going, well, I, you know, I just got to be nice for the sake of whatever. No, this is your test. Remember the, the parable to he who is faithful with little will also be faithful with much. If you will not be faithful with the simple things like standing against the pervasiveness of homosexuality, trans culture, and several other highly sinful things in our culture, standing on the word of God boldly, you are not going to stand for Christ when it's your life 
or it's professing Jesus Christ. And that's the point you need to get to in your life. Well, uh, this is from uh, Moody Church Media, so you can head on over. I, I'm not sure if the moodychurchmedia.com is their website anymore. Uh, it's Moody Church in Chicago. You can find the newsletters over there if you want to get on that list uh, and, and read these for yourselves in more timely manner than I can bring them to you. Uh, but with that, guys, thanks for watching. Uh, have a look at the website, rwalkingchrist.com, for some resources and how to support. And if you want to look at the books that I've authored, they are all over there. Thanks for watching, and I hope that you enjoy your daily walk and our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out rwalkingchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is OurWalkInChrist.com.